available in all states. Welcome to the Anchor of Hope broadcast. We here at Living Through Him Ministries believe you will be strengthened, built up, and encouraged as we are experiencing an outpouring of the new wine of God's Spirit. Joel 2.28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Stay tuned as we come together with seasoned saints to break bread and experience the very Word of God transform, heal, and set free. Welcome to Anchor of Hope radio broadcast. This is Pastor Kathy saying this is the Lord's day and this is the day that he has made and we will rejoice. We will be glad in him. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today and taking the time. We're in our sixth year. It just seems like time is going by so fast. And I asked the Lord, I said, God, what do you want me to speak about today? What is important on your heart? I've been just so busy getting ready to leave town. So this program is pre-recorded because I am in California, Azusa now, where God is going to pour out his spirit, but not just there. He is pouring his spirit upon all flesh in these end times, but we want to be where he wants us to be. He made a way for me to go, and that's where I'm at. And so I said, Lord, what is on your heart? And he said last night, evangelism, soul, soul winning. We're going to come back in a moment, but I want you to listen to a song that my husband wrote called Way, Truth, and Life. We'll be right back. He is, you know what? He's the only way. 
He is the truth and he is the life. And you know what? The Lord spoke to us. He gave us instructions in Mark chapter 16, verse 15 and on. It says, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. And that's what God does is he confirms his word with signs following. But you know what, beloved? We have got to hear his voice and his voice is crying out for souls. We are living in a time where people are perishing and we need that love in our heart for the lost once again. He said he will make us fishers of men. I'm reminded of the book of Daniel looking at chapter 12. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at thy time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be written in the book. You know what? There is going to come a time when the Lord is going to come and he is going to sound as the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first and we that are alive and remain will be caught up in the air to meet the Lord and so shall we be with him forevermore. But the thing of it is, is that if he is not in your life, you don't want to be left behind. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind. That's a song. And you know what? You don't want to be. And it says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that shall be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and Ever. He is coming back, but we need to be about the Father's business. We need to be turning souls to Jesus. I was just at a Coney Island with my husband leaving, and I saw a woman sitting by herself. She must have been about maybe 40. I don't know, but she was just sitting there eating, and the Holy Spirit prompted upon my heart to speak to her. I don't know what the Holy Spirit wants to say. He says in that hour, open your mouth. You know what? If you have Jesus Christ living in you, he will fill your mouth. But it is a step of faith. I had a prophetic word years ago that my friend said, you have a foot of faith. She said, I've never said that, but you have a foot of faith. And I've been putting my foot of faith out there for years since 1981 by the grace of God. That's a long walk with the Lord, but I want to encourage you once again to ask the Lord to 
make you a soul winner, that you will win souls, that you'll be burdened for them. And you know what? He will pull on your heart. He will point someone out. It could be in a grocery store. It could be in a gas station where you are pumping gas and someone's across from you and you really don't want to look at them. I know that feeling. I just want to get in and out of stores just like you do. I want to live my life kind of like us four no more. But that's not why we're here. We have been given the Great Commission. And so I spoke to this woman and I spoke to her and I spoke into her life and God was faithful to show up. She was about in tears. And I just said, excuse me, I, I, I'm just impressed to tell you how much the Lord loves you. People's heart melt when God stops them in their tracks. You will see the Holy Spirit move and it'll be just amazing. And you know what? As you speak, and then it wasn't too long before that, I was at a sewing store and I saw a lady smoking a cigarette and I thought, well, Lord, can I just leave the parking lot? And he impressed on me that she needed to hear from him. I didn't know what he wanted to say. And, you know, sometimes it's pretty cold outside and I had already gotten into my car. Well, she walked to her car and it's like the Lord is saying, now you go after her. So I drove around, I found her getting into a truck, and I said, excuse me, hey, I don't even always know what the Lord wants to say. I just want to yield my heart. I said, do you work in Joanne Fabrics? And she said, yes. I said, oh, okay. And she wondered why. I said, well, can I ask you something? And she came over to my car window, and I said, you know what this is about. I am a Christian, and he is just pulling on my heart to talk to you. See, just be honest. Just be open. Let the Holy Spirit use you. Do not keep Jesus in a box. We heard the song that my husband wrote. He's just written his 10th music CD. And he is the way, the truth, and the life, the Lord says. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. And you know what? It's the Holy Spirit that draws. The Lord knows. Some will plant, some will water, but God will give the increase. Sometimes he just has you planting. Sometimes he just has you watering. And sometimes he has you reaping. But you know what? The Lord says the laborers are few and the harvest fields are white. And the laborers are so few. He says, many are called, but few are chosen. Look, we're all called, but sometimes we just choose not to. We need to repent. We need to go back where that axe head was. We need to go back where the Lord said, pick up that axe head, so to speak. Pick up that last place that I was speaking to you. Pick it up and say, yes, Lord, I will be obedient. I don't know what that means. You know what? Those that love God will be obedient. Jesus learned through his suffering obedience. If he learned it through his suffering, how much more us? It says in John chapter 3, verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Let's remember, sometimes we are in condemnation. Sometimes we are condemning people. Look, there's Facebook, there's all kinds of things out there, and we are just condemning people and judging them. But Jesus said, 
This is a condemnation that the light is come into the world and that men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth come to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. You see, I came to the light and the Lord showed me. I didn't know him. I was raised in a denomination that never gave an altar call and never explained that I needed to invite Jesus into my heart. And many people think they're okay. I was so tempted. I went to see Miracles uh, from Heaven, that movie the other day. And I've seen many of these Christian movies and they're such a blessing. But you know what? There's people in the theater that are not saved. And I said, Lord, if you send me back, I'm willing. I mean, I know people are in shock after a movie and sometimes it's very quiet, but sometimes the music is blaring at the end and the credits. And so there was no opportunity to give an altar call, okay, an altar call in the movie theater. But I said, Lord, I'm willing to do that. And I'm trusting. I think I'm going to go back with my daughter and see that movie. I'm trusting. I'm like, God, okay, I'm going to this movie, but it's not for me. There are people that are curious, and I know they are. There are people that even watch Christian TV that are not Christians. And I want to tell you, you might be listening to this, and you have not been born again. Except you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus talks about it to Nicodemus. He said, you must be born again. And that means that you give your life. You Everything is brand new and all the old is past. You don't have to go back. The Lord took me back recently, not just for healing, but to say, let everything go of your past. It's a new day. Yes, you've had a wonderful, wonderful family. Mom is with me in heaven. You know, we care took for her for 10 years. She's with me. And now I want you to go forward in the calling that I have for you. I want to share with you before we leave this program today, some areas that you can reach out. There are ways to reach out. You know, there's housing projects. There's different places where people are low income. For years, we took in Christmas gifts and we took in food. And it was around Christmas time. And we didn't just dump them off in the office, but the people there let us come and deliver them. They gave us addresses so we could take people food and Christmas gifts for the children. We knew the ages of the children. We had the churches with, um, you know, boxes in them and they could put food in there. They could adopt a child and we would go in homes and pray for people and to receive the Lord. I'm telling you the harvest is ripe, but you know what? Sometimes they're hungry and they need their belly fed and they're in need. And we're saying, oh, be warmed and filled and I'll pray for you. But you're not meeting their needs. And Jesus said that he's going to come one day and he's going to separate the sheep from the goat. And he's going to say, you know, you fed me, you visited me. And many are going to say, well, what do you mean? You visited me in prison, you fed me, you visited me when I was sick. And he's going to say, you know, you did that to the least of these. You did it unto me because we do it unto the Lord when we care about others. But it's not in our own flesh. He has to give you the caring. He has to give you the oomph, so to speak, to do it. Then you just obey. And so you can take care packages into the needy. Um, You know what? You can go into hospitals, nursing homes, retirement centers, adult foster care homes, hold a Bible study, minister to them. You know what? There's no glory in going in a nursing home. I know that. My husband and I do services in a nursing home, and they said we couldn't find anyone to come in here. We are so grateful. 
They thank us so much. There are people that even sleep through our service. You know, <laughs> there are people that aren't mentally right that are tapping their foot and, you know, their heads going back and forth as my husband is worshiping. And then there are people that are all together and understand. And so, you know what? I just pray, Lord, there are those that have Alzheimer's, there are those that are challenged, dementia, but Father, you can get through all that. There's nothing impossible with you. And you know what? Sometimes the smells aren't the right things in the homes, but you know what? When you go in obedience, believe me, God is going to do a great and mighty work through you, a great and mighty work. And so there are so many areas, prison ministries, jails, juvenile detention centers, you could rent a booth at different places, go into the malls, the beaches. You know what? Just go in with some, you know, just encourage people. Encourage them. Allow the Lord to give you a burden. You know what? Because he says those that are wise. You know, listen, people are being converted to all kinds of cults. Aren't you burdened about that? We're losing this nation. Even, you know what, when you come to the Lord, you love life and you're against abortion and you're for traditional marriage and you're crying out for God's justice in these areas. Jesus commanded all Christians to go and make disciples, not just witnessing. He wants us to disciple them. That's his heart. So be conscious for opportunities, co-workers, different situations that he puts you in. You know, wherever you're at, be spirit-led. Those that are of God are led of the spirit. Love people. Don't argue with them. I have people on Facebook that send me messages. It's crazy. I posted something not just recently about destiny. I'm sitting there weeping before the Lord. He gives me this word about people's destinies. And somebody writes me in my inbox and says, what are you? Are you in Calvinism? Are you in theism or whatever? And I'm like, what? I'm just weeping before the Lord, burdened before the Lord. And you know what? Sometimes we can get very religious and jump on one another. Know when to walk away. Know when to let God fight your battles. Just get filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's why I'm in California right now, allowing God to put us in the place that he wants to put us in. He wants to pour out. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And you know what? Even in the nursing homes. Yes, there are many problems facing the church in America today, the Lord says, because my people were not there. This person wrote a word and said, I saw the Holy Spirit fall on nursing homes. Some were healed, some weren't, but all who had received, they received great joy. Jesus continued, I am calling the church to new ministries which were forgotten. I've already taken my hand off some movements because they forgot the elderly and the helpless. Many are called, but few are chosen. It's not the impure and the defiled who will take the gospel into all the world. The elderly will be a test for the church in America as the government runs out of money. But I will raise up people with great wisdom from those nursing homes, ones whom men have forgotten, and the churches that bless them will tap into their wisdom and prosper during the coming hard times. I have a picture of people sitting in a dementia ward, just dumped off, just left there all day long in pain, 
left in a dementia ward. You know, they don't want to put them to bed. The people are in pain in their body. How would you like to be that person? Or how would you like to get to the end of your life and say, what if I stepped out? Here I am, I'm dying now, but I was never stepping out of faith. I was afraid to get on that airplane. And I want to tell you something. I have flown overseas where the plane almost crashed. Yes, it was coming apart. They flew our plane into a typhoon. Was I scared? I just said, Lord, I guess I'm coming home. My girlfriend sitting next to me, she left her kids, her husband at home, and she was like, Lord, I can't believe this. But of course, I'm still here. But I have been through some things. And I'll tell you what, God has kept me. You know what? He will keep you until it's your time. Jesus walked through the crowd. They tried to push him off the cliff, but it wasn't his time. So the enemy can do nothing if you will only believe that the Lord has you, that he orders your steps and that you will be obedient. I have a little track here. It's a picture of a young girl and it's called, I have plenty of time. And it says, we'll call this girl, Mary. She was 19 and she was invited to hear this particular person preach the gospel to be saved. But she said, I don't have time for that right now. She said, besides, there'll be plenty of time for that. The next night while I was preaching nearby, Mary's car skidded out of control and slammed into another auto. She died instantly. Doesn't that give you the shivers? She died instantly. Here she was presented to the gospel. You know what? Death can come suddenly. She said, I don't have time for that now. Fearful words. No time to think about God or death or judgment or eternity or her soul. She thought she had plenty of time. Little did she realize when she spoke those words that she was only hours from eternity. It is appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. I want to read you a poem before I go. And as you're hearing this program, I think it's April 16th, which is Saturday at 4 o'clock at the Ferndale Assembly of God. You can still jump in on our chaplaincy. I think, yep, because I will be back the following week, April 16th. We started last week. It was introduction. It was all about the ministry. The power of God moved. We gave our testimonies. We spoke some things that God had told us. But he is drawing together people. This is a ministry. This isn't just, oh, chaplaincy, what am I going to get out of this? You're going to get what the Holy Spirit wants you to get out. Some people are pastoring. Some people are going back to their churches with deep, deep, deep compassion This isn't to pull people out of the churches. This is to equip them and to release them into the fullness of what God's called them to serve and to love on others. I want to read you a poem. So, but first I want to just give you directions. One, two, two, one, West Nine Mile. That is in Ferndale. One, two, two, one, West Nine Mile. I think it's April uh, 16th. That's Saturday, 4 p.m. Just come. It's the last day you can jump in the class. You will graduate in four weeks. And we will pray over you, prophesy as God gives us the words, and we will see him open the doors, because God is moving. Here's a poem. My friend, I stand in judgment now, and feel that you are to blame somehow. On earth I walked with you day by day, and never did you point the way. You knew the Lord in truth and glory, but never did you tell the story. My knowledge then was very dim. You could have led me safe to him." Though we live together on the earth, you never told me of the second birth, and now I stand this day condemned because you failed to mention him. You taught me many things, that's true. I called you friend, I trusted you. But I learn now that it's too late. You could have kept me from this fate. We walk day by day and night. 
Yet you showed me not this light. You let me live and love and die. You knew I'd never live on high. Yes, I called you friend in life and trusted you through joy and strife. And yet now coming to the end, I cannot call you my friend. You know, the Lord says, go ye, go ye, go ye. I have so many evangelistic stories and here I'm running out of time. But will we weep? Will we weep for those who are perishing? Will we weep for all the Rickies out there? Because one time I was in a graveyard. I don't know why I was in the graveyard. I don't know, but the Holy Spirit led me in there and I saw a tombstone of a very young kid, died in high school, killed himself, killed himself. And it had a baseball and a bat and a glove there. And I just wept over Ricky. Will you weep in the souls? I want to thank you for listening today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Get out, be a soul winner, be obedient. Ask him to stir up again in your heart evangelism. I send you forth in the name of Jesus. And if you don't know him, just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, forgive my sins. I give my life to you. I make you Lord and Savior. Well, this is another day and you have been given another day. But everyone you see out there isn't guaranteed, including you. Be a soul winner for the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Anchor of Hope broadcast with Pastor Danny and Pastor Kathleen Wupio. Your tax-deductible gifts are very much appreciated. The address is P.O. Box 59, Clawson, Michigan, 48017. That's P.O. Box 59, Clawson, 48017. You can also visit them on the web at www. PastorKathy.com. That's Kathy with the K. www.pastorkathy.com. Or you can send an email to Pastor Kathleen at yahoo.com. Again, thank you for listening. And we invite you to tune in next time. Hi, this is Chris Brooks, Campus Dean of Moody Theological Seminary, Michigan Campus. And I want you to take a moment to meet some of the world-class professors that make Moody, Michigan a special place to learn and grow. I'm Gene Mayhew, Professor of Old Testament and Semitic Studies. At MTS, uh, the student will get the academic and also will get the practical. And it's a beautiful mix to where from the text of Scripture, the student will be able to see uh, where the principles and how the principles are drawn from Scripture and then how they need to be applied in the modern day world. Great thing about theological studies here is the fact that you will be drawn into a network of students just like yourself who have the same passion for the Lord, same passion for the scriptures, are reaching out in their churches and area ministries, and some of these students will be lifelong friends. We'd love to have you be a part of the Moody, Michigan family. Why don't you contact us by visiting moody.edu or call us at 734-207-9500.